Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style, all for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. El podcast más chingón. Puras entrevistas machín. Tour dates. What up? What up? We are coming to your city. It is the Latino as fuck tour. May 15th, we hitting that Gunshine State. That's right, Florida. We are in Tampa, the Tampa Improv, right there in Ybor City. That is May 15th. I'll see you guys there. Bring me a uh, Cuban sandwich, and I'll see you there. May 16th, the following day, we're heading on over to Orlando, Florida. Of course, we're going to stop in Juanita for some tacos, bro. May 16th, Orlando Improv. See you guys there. Hit up chingobling.com. This episode is brought to you by Audible. Get your free download, your free audiobook now. It's all you got to do. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash what did he said and enjoy your book. Tell them Chingo sent you. Welcome to the post Chingo de Mayo episode. Hey. First episode back from the epic experience. Burn, burn, burn. Otherwise known as Chingo de Mayo. Epic, epic, epic. I'm still recovering. We did, rec- we did a great job of recovering on Monday. We were lazy bums on Monday. And uh, we actually ran into uh, one of the dudes that was uh, at Chingo de Mayo. The he one that wor- was getting crunk on the dance floor? He works at Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. I think he was in the Grito contest. Okay, yeah, yeah. His name is Jesus. Uh, oh, in your story? Was it, did you post him on your no, Instagram story? Okay. No. But, uh, but anyway, I'll tell you about him later. Okay. This, man, it's good to be back, man. I, I, I was so anxious. I was so anxious. We were like, dude, I can't wait to podcast again. I can't wait to podcast again. Because... I can't wait to talk about the first annual Real Deal Chingo de Mayo at 8th Wonder Brewery. I had a great time. I hit my goals. My goals were, uh, you know, sip some beer and and have fun and and enjoy it because it was a lot of work going into it and meet everybody. Yeah, for sure. And I think I met most. You did a great job of it. Yeah, for sure. I think think so, too. I think I met most people. Mm -hmm. Took a lot of pictures. Estaba el solazo fuertísimo. Uh... Every, all the artists killed it. Um, the Michelada people. We had some Michelada contestants come all the way from Dallas, and uh, a, a lot. Of, I didn't. I I wasn't up on game with the Michelada scene, dude. Man, I didn't know it. Was well, like, you didn't know it was that popular. I knew people drank them. I didn't know people had like their own mix, and it was like a car club. It was like a car <laughs> show. Like we're the Fajita Boys, and and we came from, and we're from Galveston, and a lot of them had I think like Michelada bars, and mm-hmm. yeah, they own their own little. Uh, I guess I don't want to call it a stand, but I guess whatever it is. Uh, well, yeah, one of them was like a bar. I think like a Michi. Yeah, a couple bar. of them had yeah, bars uh, and okay, restaurants. Okay, got it. Yeah, mm-hmm. legit. One thing I'd like to do differently n- next year for that contest is I actually want them to have um, 
I need to see who it was so crowded in there. Mm-hmm. And that's why I had to kick out people because I didn't know who was competing and who was not competing. Yeah. But I would have liked to have like the guy Scarface was way in the back. Mm-hmm. So sometimes the judges were forgetting to go around mm-hmm. and and uh, get to him. Does that make sense? So he was the one having to tell me, hey, that judge didn't make it or hey, that judge hasn't come my way, you know? Mm-hmm. So one thing that I'd like to do either a almost like a science fair like you have to go around like this you know what i'm saying like the judges like the judges or, or the, the yeah. judge or they come up to the judges three you know three four however here's one two three four so the judges don't move they oh, just judges right, don't right, move right. stationary yeah, for sure that way we make sure everybody so i'll say like team one or you know come up bring your drink judges taste it what do you think yay okay cool score it maybe some kind of trophy for sure. And for the grito, we want to, um, well, you had to improvise a, a grito contest, but um, you put, you did it to where it was uh, the female, like the grito queen uh-huh. of the uh, Ching of the Mayan Fest mm-hmm. and the grito yeah. king. Mm-hmm. So next year we should have like, what do they call them? Mums or uh, like the, what's the prom a, thing? A sash. A sash. Just sash. Sash, sash yeah. Just something, something. Just like grito queen, like 2020. I like that. And yeah. then we can get somebody from the area, like the Houston Latina queen, to like give it to the winner yeah, yeah. of the Grito Queen. Somebody. But I, I'm already, I'm already looking forward to next year. I'm yeah. already thinking like line up. That's why uh, <clears throat> we've already had our our quick little meeting. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, Eighth Wonder was great. Uh, hell of a hell of a spot. Hell of a team. Hell of a beer. Um, Everything was great. Yeah. I, I think it was the perfect place for what we planned yeah uh, t- how, how many people do we know the final hopefully count? tomorrow we'll know the hopefully final the, count yeah the yeah. final mm-hmm. count that's what i'm really eager to find I out i think it was like a little bit over a thousand yeah, or something at but, least uh, but it was the right amount of people man because you know it was like intimate yeah it was the merch was off the chain uh the food trucks, you can tell on camera now you know what i'm saying bling bling you know i dressed myself <laughs> you know what i'm talking about fired my stylist yeah um, I'm a grown man. But overall, what I loved about it is like I never saw a dull moment. I always saw people like enjoying themselves. They were either on the dance floor, they were either with a beer in their hand. Um, I was telling uh, Chingo that I was standing kind of like at the top of the at the top of the stairs mm-hmm. at one point, and I was just watching everybody, and everybody was like laughing, having a good time, dancing, you know, whether they were pointing at somebody who was drunk dancing, but they were getting crunk, you know what I'm saying? So it was like still like, like they were doing the this, you know, type of thing. But it was great because (laughs) you know that everybody was having a good time. And ultimately, that's really what we wanted. We wanted to throw a badass fucking party to where it it wasn't just Latinos, right? But we introduced what our culture is to other people it was a That's cultural I, exchange yeah yeah so uh i definitely um like you know the tour is one thing but this chingo the mayo thing it's like i want people to have an experience you know almost like almost like a little theme park mm-hmm. you know for the day or or like what uh like uh, chip and joanne Gaines got going on at the silos or mm-hmm, something like mm-hmm. a thing you gotta it's a must attend and we want it to be just super authentic and on point in terms of a a, a representation of something we could be proud of mm-hmm. instead of like you know you know you you've seen it where people are like man they got you know gringos are throwing these party cities cinco de mayo parties and right. you know pin the tail on the burro and 
you know, like just generic margarita, whatever. But the micheladas, it's like, dude, these people are passionate about what they're mm-hmm. doing. Uh, we're passionate about the experience. And thank you to everyone who participated. Yeah, they you participated. Know, they came. They came and, and they brought people. So it wasn't mm-hmm. like there was just them. So it was them and their team, you know? No, that was one of the things. So for the first, I don't know, two hours or so, Manisola and Chinga were doing their thing, getting ready, you know, to come back. And I, I set it up, right? People started coming in, judges and, and people like contestants. The ones from Dallas were the first ones, uh, you know, there, which is like weird because they mm-hmm. were super far away, right? Went out to the stage, got things going. And by the time I came back, everyone in their entourage were in that room already. I'm like, okay, well, I got to run back in here. Yeah. So I, I didn't want to get anybody out. But Marisol came in. I was like, all right, I need you out if you're not if a part of the team. If you don't have an official michelada <laughs> mix. Can you step out, please? Por favor. If you are not sole proprietor of the ingredients. I need you out of the room. Well, here's the thing. I wanted it to be a place where... It wasn't so much going on, and mm-hmm. we could, and judges could actually focus on yeah. what these people yeah. came for, so, you know. But it was just so packed everywhere. Yeah, like inside the tap room in the brewery, the lines were long as shit to get you know some some more drink. And shout out to all our judges who tried it: Donkey Boy, mm-hmm. Crew Bob, G Man, um, and Isaiah Carey. But Isaiah Carey had a drinker for him because he doesn't like micheladas. But I'm gonna I, I appreciate him still coming out uh. and like you know what I'm saying and the being. So him and the guy they Ivan, were they were a tag team. So Ivan would taste it, and he'd be like, "Well, he what do you think?" He would tell his taste buds yeah. what to feel. <laughs> He's like, "Okay, okay, uh, heat, a little bit of heat. Uh, okay, is it like a prickly heat? Is it like a spicy heat? <laughs> yeah, know, a little bit of acidic. Okay, like lime, more like a pineapple." Some of them, like they took the presentation part to a whole other level. Oh, to a whole other, other uh, yeah. yeah. Which the, one of the runner-ups uh, was the one that had the real fancy cup with the shrimp and with the fajita and everything. It was dried carnesaica. Yeah, it's like beef jerky. Yeah. Um, so I mean, everybody did a great job. I appreciate everybody who participated. Thank you so much. I have a feeling, though. I really have a feeling that's going to grow next year. Oh yeah, I, think I have all a, of it. I think it's going to be even more people trying to compete. Uh, one thing is uh, to the people who the runner-ups and the and the winner. We will email them. I told them we would email them cool. uh, what they won, and uh, and then they hold the title for mm-hmm. next year. And so the the winner was like, "So what happens? We lose our title?" Like, no, you can fight for it again. So yeah. you can you can be first place next year again if that's who the judges pick. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like it's like NCAA yeah. rules. And shit. Yeah, yeah, I love She's it. Like, so what? We lose our first place? Like, no, you can. Do it again next defend year. It. Defend it. Yeah, totally. Defend your title. So that's going to be cool because yeah. I can't wait to see what they do to either make it better or keep it to yeah. what it is, you know? I wonder how many people that attended have experienced like a uh, modern day tropical base, Gumbia, remix, electronic type of vibe. Well, here's the thing. I got a lot of people that were like, not finally like a festival where, like a lot of the, the girls were like, this is somewhere where I can really like show off my skills and get out there and dance. Like this is my moment to get out there and like really feel the vibe. You know, you can't really go anywhere and feel that vibe is what I was getting from a lot of people. Uh, one one huh. girl that I told you, she stopped me. She, she stopped me to thank us for having a Cinco de Mayo event that wasn't hosted by a white person. <laughs> Does that make so sense? Basically, uh, so basically, like, like Mexicans don't organize. Like I guess Cinco Hispanics maybe or Mexicans, yeah, don't don't organize the Cinco de Mayo event because she she was saying that she's attended other um, bar events to where they have like drink specials for mm-hmm. Cinco de Mayo. Well, yeah, it's like, people, but it's, everybody like it's it's a common promotion. So yeah, a lot of people do. Just like anything else, Valentine's. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's what's coming up? Fourth of July. What can we do for that? So for basically, sure. she was saying she was glad that there was a Cinco de Mayo event, but 
thought out. Mm-hmm. Like it's not just a drink special, margaritas, right. micheladas. It's like like it's everything. Generic song in the yeah, background. Yeah, exactly. She was like, because we were talking. I was like, I know, right? I when when she mentioned it, I was like. Yeah, you're so right, right? So we are talking. Like, so it's kind of like if we were Irish and we were doing a uh, St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, exactly. Like I guess that's what she meant. Like House of Pain. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then I told her, I said, you know, what's, um, what's pretty cool is jump the fact around. that. <laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> jump up, jump up and get down. I was going to let him go ahead and finish it because I felt like that jump. was coming next. <laughs> I, bucket list. I want to attend a uh, St. Patty's Day event thrown by house of pain and everlast challenge i love og everlast yeah okay yeah. well shit there you go i mean i play his acoustics if you want to just jam to it oh oh his acoustic album yeah it's really good nice mm-hmm. yeah so i'll play it and you can see it on the podcast <laughs> all right and then we're gonna get yanked off youtube <laughs> <laughs> you're right yeah but a lot of that the same comments from people was like this was like the festival that that no this when it comes to latin culture that they've ever attended that was awesome that's that's really good feedback that made me feel good i, I was uh everybody that stopped me was basically just to say thank you for throwing mm-hmm. this party it was like man there must not be party we don't party anymore <laughs> so i don't know what parties are out there it's just baby stuff it's like just, we took the baby to a, a baby gym on monday it's 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 like a, poor penny had been getting like i was telling well, him we were so busy for this chingo de mayo thing it's like you know, go, baby. we take Penny for granted, but we don't take Mickey for granted because Mickey, we don't get her. We don't have her 24 seven. Right. It's scheduled dates. Yeah. So right. we do have when her. we have her. It's all about Mickey. Like, OK, what is let's uh, make sure we have what Mickey likes to eat. You An know activity. what I'm saying? Activities. Mm-hmm. And so we make it all about her. Meanwhile, we know Penny lives with us. So it's like, all right, Penny, we'll get to you tonight <laughs> during bath time. You know, it's kind of like one of those things. So I told him, I said, uh, I don't want to talk to nobody. I forgot who texted me. And I said, please don't take this the wrong way. But I don't want to talk to anybody today. I said, I'm off. I'll text you tomorrow. Perfect. And I was like, that was it. Dude, I have a hard time saying no sometimes. Yeah. So um, uh, um, a buddy of mine was like hitting me up. But we consciously like said, we're going to unplug and the festival's done. Oh, so Monday you're talking about. Monday, yeah. Like yeah. The, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like the festival's done. You know, sure, you got, you got Tampa and Orlando coming up, but just take the day off because we, we flew to San Jose. I had to do a comedy show the night that I landed and then the well each day we left like at five in the morning or some crazy and our flight got canceled but I didn't get notified wait Southwest notified me via email but who checks their email at at three o'clock in the morning the last two flights for you guys have been nightmares so (sighs) so there was like delays and we're just at an airport we're pretty much traveling all day long we finally get home and it's like all right let me play with the baby shower because Eric Jaimez is in town wait and i, I landed to, to go run errands and i had to rehearse and he had to rehearse so it was like this i said please watch the baby let me go run errands real quick for the festival it wasn't mm-hmm. for like myself right. or anything chingo the errands, errands chingo yeah the errands. and so i said watch and then i gotta be back before because we didn't land till 7 30 7 10 by the time you get your bag friday everything yes oh shit so i had to rehearse with eric she had to go do his stuff. rehearsal was supposed to be at five or something yeah, that was a sketch everything, everything had to be at 9 p.m <clears throat> i had things to go do i had to go pick up the merch like i had all this stuff to go mm-hmm. do and so then it was like okay i gotta be back before nine uh, so i have 
like a, an hour and 35 minutes to get everything that needs to be done before. And then the next day I had to get my ass up, take Penny to uh, swimming classes at the YMCA. And I just told myself, okay, just be present. It's all about pool time. You know, we try to learn how to swim. Uh, <laughs> we try. And later, and then later, you'll worry about your music performance with the Dynamo. So we go to do sound check. My plan, I still smell like chlorine. I hadn't bathed yet. so I was out running, finishing errands. Oh, so this is in the morning. So I, I got to go do sound check because Eric and I just did the rehearsals the night before. <laughs> and um, so we get to sound check. And they they were providing a jersey, a Houston Dynamo jersey, and a hat. So I had I had that. Um, Marisol had to run some more errands in the morning. So sound check starts taking long, and they can't get these speakers. There's like a part <laughs> missing, and we're just there. It's me, uh, Robbie E, the percussionist, and uh, Eric Jaimez, the DJ, and they're trying to uh, the sound people that were doing the event. They're just oh, we're almost there. And the, the organizer, he's looking at his watch, and we're all sitting there on our phones. And <laughs> I just wanted to make it clear, like, y'all not weren't waiting on me. So I was just like, uh, we probably should go to the green room because my guys, we're just in the heat. I was like, uh, you know, how much longer? Long story short, man. So go ahead and just bring my... Um, I had to bring a razor. My pants. Pants. Razor. Shoes. shoes everything that shades, he needed for the performance. Because the jersey was there and the hat was already there. And I'm smelling like chlorine. So, so no shower. You didn't shower? Oh. No. Sound check. It was just supposed to be a quick sound check. Yeah. I live down the street. Right. We're just going to do a quick sound check, set up the congas, set up the DJ stuff, come home. And we were going to have a meeting uh, to because to, I've never worked with the percussionist before right. or Eric in, mm -hmm. that, in that capacity. So I just wanted to get like a quick little huddle. Um, but it, it was sound check. I right, will go to the green room because Eric, you go on in 20 minutes. So hurry up and eat your sandwich and, you know, get your chips and a drink or something because you got to come right back. <laughs> yeah. So we performed in front of a small light little uh Every, Everybody crowd. that was there, though, people who were kind of around it, it was they knew who Chingo was. So yeah. Everybody was jamming in. They were like men. All the workers that were like, setting up. The, they were all like jamming I took some video of these two guys who were like knew all the songs and uh, I got I gotta give you that footage. But it was it was uh, I performed my heart out for those two people. <laughs> That's how it should be, right? Yeah, right. I pretended it was Madison Square Garden. <laughs> and then the next day and no, and then we finished. We had to go to the game and we go to the game. He did the cannon. Oh, that was cool. That and, was loud. Uh, we finished, and then when we came back, it was finish up, go get groceries for, uh, for the artist's room All for right. craft services for, for the artists that we had coming in for the festival, which was the following day. But let me, this is a good way to tie in Dynamo and Chingo the Mile. All right, so we needed still to get uh, snacks for the artist's uh, green room for mm -hmm. our event. Uh, they went ahead, the Dynamo. Got everything that's on our rider, which included like almonds, iced coffee, mm -hmm. and s sandwiches and chips and stuff. So we had to hurt and perform. And then we come back to the green room just to grab our <laughs> stuff, right? The, the, the chaperone, mm -hmm. the guy organ organizing it, he's like, all right, well, um, are you guys going to watch the game? We have y'all a suite. Um, if y'all don't need anything else from me, I'm going to head out. I'm, you know, I'm out of your hair type of thing. And we're like, okay. And we're like walking out. And we're like leaving the coffee and the almonds. And I'm like, uh that's Brand gonna go to coffee. waste <laughs> it was big the, the, the big was from the grocery store the starbucks ice coffee oh nice two of them mm. two big almond you know them almond things be like eight nine ten yeah did you leave seven. it no, no. Hang on. okay all right it's getting good who you We're think you so dealing ghetto. with <laughs> who you think you dealing with 
I don't know if the Dynamo's going to want me back. So I want to make sure the mamas don't go to waste. <laughs> so we, we sat in the suite. We watched most of the game. And then uh, we're like, okay, um, San Jose's done. Dynamo's done. Now we need to really focus on Chingo de Mayo. Felt a little overcommitted that week. Mm-hmm. And um, so we're like, okay, how do we get back into the green room? So, oh, we have this wristband. And we're like, fuck, this is a big stadium. Uh, hey, Robbie, uh, do you know how to get back to the green room? Yeah, I think I remember. So now we go in there thinking our wristband is good enough. And the security guy's like, hey, whoa, 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 where, where y'all going? Oh, we just got to run back in that room back there because uh, we left some stuff. Well, who are y'all? Well, we, we performed earlier, but well, where's your chaperone? Well, he told us bye earlier. and we, We're unchaperoned right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, okay, well. So you just get, okay, well, just hurry up. One at a just time. Just send one of y'all. One of y'all go in there and grab what you got to grab. I came out with the two coffees and the two almonds. He's like, oh, that? I thought it was something important. I was like, this is important. <laughs> we have artists coming tomorrow. No, here's festival. the best part, Rob. <laughs> here's the best part, Rob. As we're taking that shit, right? Yeah. The guy who's... <laughs> yeah, the chaperone comes back. Hey, what are y'all doing? I'm like, hide the coffee. Hide the almonds. <laughs> it was hilarious. Hey, you guys still here? Everything all right? Uh, Eric had to go get something. I was like, where do you want the coffee to go to waste? No, yeah, guys, take it. You know, it was hilarious. <laughs> take it, cheap ass. <laughs> Who doesn't want iced coffee, though, you know? They're probably used to, like, artists who request stuff. Like, I've heard that about... um, What's his name? Uh, the, the, not Sean or oh, Sean Wayans mm-hmm. or one of them like will order like a whole roasted chicken but doesn't eat it or and something like mm-hmm. a big bottle of liquor I forget what kind you can't believe everything but right. supposedly yeah that's... but it's been like several clubs they're like yeah, yeah he they, one per show it's not one chicken per night it's okay here's your 10 o'clock chicken yeah and they're like yeah, they don't even touch it there was a story on the fighter and the kid where uh, they had mentioned something about Gary Owens writer or Gary Owens in, in, in some fashion about being like difficult to work with and uh, Brian doesn't know Gary Owen that well, and Brendan didn't either, but he messaged Brendan on Instagram. He's like, hey, man, uh, I don't know where Brian heard that, but that's not true. It was, it was just a one-time kind of situation, and he said it live on the podcast the next time, yesterday, to, to Brian Callen. He was like, oh, I feel so bad, and I shouldn't have said that. So now I know. Gonna... That's why I'm like telling him, like, that's what people are saying. That's what I'm like saying. <laughs> that's what other people have said. No, don't, of course. Of course. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Other people have said. Or I could have said some kind. Yeah, exactly. Don't want to say no. Names. Exactly. So, but I mean, you know, Gary probably took it like you know he's like just lighthearted about it. He just made a joke about it. But now he's gonna be on the fighter and the kid. And Brian's like, I'm gonna apologize to him live Aww. on the podcast. Oh, so he said he heard it from some club or something. Yeah, it was somebody. At, it was one of the club managers. It was like uh, Brendan's office. He asks who's difficult to work with, and he said something about Gary Owen, and then it just kind of developed a life of its own. Mm. And that's what happens, right? So Brian's like, I have to I have to apologize on the show next time. <laughs> But no names. Sean yeah, Wayans. no names. Sean Wayans, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do a show together. Not Marlon. The other one. No. It was Marlon. It's it, not it, Sean. Well, think, Sean's the swore. older brother. I could have swore it was Sean. Marlon's the, com- the See, comic. That, that's how rumors get started. Exactly. Sean does comedy too. Oh, yeah. he does? Yeah, and they used to do it like as a team. It was like a little... But Damon's the, even the funniest one, right? They say Damon was a killer back in the yeah. day. Yeah. But mm. I was a youngster and I saw Damon live. And Oh, yeah? Yeah, even as a kid, I was like... <sighs> What's his most notable thing? Damon Wayans? Yeah. Uh, I know him mainly from uh, In Living Color. Oh, there you go. Duh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was, yeah, yeah. But they said he was a killer uh, in comedy clubs. Did you see Sandler was on Saturday Night Live? 
Adam Sandler was oh, back on Saturday Night really? Live this past Saturday for the first time. Oh, since. but that was cool. I like to go on YouTube and watch that. Yeah, I saw just a little bit of it actually live, I want to say. And uh, so it turns out that he, when he stopped performing, you know, with Saturday Night Live, he was fired for something and uh, they just didn't see eye to eye. And this was before he always blew up and then he just turned into the Adam Sandler we know and just like always had a bad relationship with him up until this last week where oh, he damn. went back on there. Hosted and did a bunch of like, you know, Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison type of skits from his old movies. It's pretty cool. Mm. It's just weird to see. Like, it's been 25, 20 years or whatever. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, he, used to, like... he used to do like that vampire opera singer thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bunch of crazy old skits. Yeah, I used to be into Living Color mainly. In Living Color? What about yeah. Matt TV? I liked it. Matt, Matt TV, TV was my Oh favorite. my God. I loved Miss um, Swan. Did you just yeah, yeah, say yeah. I liked it? No. <laughs> I liked it, Matt TV. <laughs> I liked. I liked oh. Matt TV. I liked it. No. Yeah. Uh, Miss Swan, Alex. Yeah, Alex Bornstein. She's fucking hilarious. Yeah, I loved. She was my favorite. Oh. <laughs> you look like a man. You look like a man. <laughs> when, they, <laughs> when they do those auditions, uh, for those types of shows, sketch comedy type shows, they make they make them uh, do like characters. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you'd be surprised that, that might have been a character she just made up on her own and had. Probably even from speaking an of characters, Mickey will be taking acting classes. Did I tell you this? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, you mentioned it. Is mm-hmm. she trying to do like improv or sketch? It or? W- they will actually teach her some improv. They're, they're going to teach her how to do like the auditioning process also. So she has to like actually memorize a script. What? And then, so so when she goes to class one day, the first day, it's like, I guess, an introduction, and then they'll give her um, a script. She's got to study it the whole week to come ready the next Saturday to rehearse and act it out and be recorded. That's the kind of homework you can really help right? with, Right? Huh? Well, yeah, it's going to be cool because he's going to be going to classes, too. I need to so learn So they'll to both rehearsing. <laughs> I suck at auditions. They'll both be rehearsing together. You know, that's kind of yeah. cool. So... Yeah, um, I'm gonna study my script. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, man. right. Isn't that crazy? I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, so I'm excited for her because I can't wait to see what she what she gets from it. Into because she uh, she's gonna be in band, so well, she's yeah, decided on the flute. She um, signed school. Up. She signed up. So, um, you know, she's definitely that's kind of where she wants to go well, with her, it. Her little personality has always been into art mm-hmm. since she was little, little, little. Like art, art, artist, uh, sensitive. A good imagination, uh, but uh, we'll see. Yes, we play. Um, she calls it like dimension. dimension. Like we're going into a dimension. And, uh, yeah, so but we it's basically play improvising. Dimension. Oh, okay. So we do. That. We used to do it a lot when she was little too. Just so when we would go to bed yeah. instead of reading a, a, a bedtime story, we freestyle. We freestyled, and uh, she slept with us for a little bit when I first met him. Don't ask me. Um, that was their thing. <laughs> I mean, Adorable. I was a single dad, and I didn't know what you know when I had her. All you know, she was just like, "Dad, I'm scared." Okay, we'll lay down. And then Soli, you know, we wanted to get adopted by Soli, <laughs> so I was like, "Be good, behave," because she ain't gonna, she ain't gonna want to adopt. Well, us. I wanted her to be independent. I, I do the same thing with Penny. Penny's a baby. Yeah, but she was like five. You know, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. So I don't even let Penny get in the bed with us unless it's like the last feeding like at five mm-hmm. in the morning when she gets up that last time because i want to get that one last hour in mm-hmm. so i don't even let penny get in the bed you know i think i posted that yesterday and so i had a lot of moms say wow i think you're one of the first moms to ever say like they don't enjoy that i remember i was telling you 
I was like, gosh, I, I didn't want to come off that way. Like yeah. I don't enjoy cuddling with my baby, but <laughs> you know, I, I do. I love cuddling with yeah. her, you know, but I also don't get enough sleep. So I want to be comfortable with the few hours of for sleep sure, that sure. I do get to have, you, you know? know, we cut that off with the twins at uh, right when they turned four. Just like, yeah, but like three-ish at the end of their three, that was it. Like no more, stay in your bed, teach them how to, you know, stay in their room. Yeah. It was, uh, it was difficult at first for sure. So she, she was, she was fine with it. Uh, when we, we first kind of told her, you got to sleep in your bed. And he, I said, go lay, sleep with her for a little bit, falls like, asleep, then you come back, tuck in, that's it. Read. So anyway, when she would first, before we got that going, it would be, Pete would, start a piece of it then it'd be her then be me me you know what i'm saying and we'd just make up this whole story it was a butterfly yeah it was a butterfly from the land of you know chingaramayo yeah and so we'd all it was kind of cool and then she loved it and then it was like all right time to go to bed and then that was it you know and it was like so we do that too so our our dimension is uh we do um improvising improvising we're restaurant owners our daughters uh, go to school together. <laughs> so it's like her pretending she's a grown-up. Like, yeah, I don't like that school district very much. It's funny because you can tell that she listens to her mom have conversations with mm. other adults because mm-hmm. she says things that adults would say or complain about. Mm-hmm. They're not something a kid would complain about, but you could hear that she's probably heard her mom complain about something. And so she, when she's talking to me, like we're adults, she's like, yeah, my daughter's just having a you know, a really hard time in school right now. You know what I'm saying? So it's funny the way she gets into character, you <laughs> know, because she really feels it. But That's really what acting's all about, imagination. Right. <clears throat> but uh, I told Sol, I was like, I don't want her to think that we're pushing her in that direction. Or I, I told Sol, like, don't think we're, we're going out there for a month with some goal in mind. Ain't nobody mm-hmm. trying to, like, quote, unquote, make it or nothing like that. Right. It's just... Okay, if she's into it, she wants to learn. Well, she the, showed she she expressed it. to cool. me. It doesn't mean I'm gonna be sending you to auditions. Yeah, of like, course not. You gotta get this, right? You know, well, we got bills commercial. to pay. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, we told her that you've told her that, and so uh, she just expressed uh, interest, and I said, well, is that something you'd like to do in the summertime so that I could find a camp for her? Mm-hmm. You know, and so she's like, yes, and I said, are you sure? Because she likes to start things sometimes and she doesn't finish them. Right. Right. Like, you know, she's like, well, I did well in my role, in Dirty Orchata. Yeah. Was she in it? She had like two yeah. seconds. Yeah, and so she's gracias, señor. That was her one line. Oh gracias, yeah. And so uh, she was like, "Yeah, I want. I really want to." And I was like, "Okay, got it." So I found a school for her. So she'll be in dance and uh, acting. So while she's out there, so she'll be a little bit busy. My main goal for LA is just uh, well for me. My me personally is uh with my acting classes is soak that up put it in my toolkit and then i can apply that to uh to stand up i can apply it to all these other entertainment opportunities you know and but as a family just i just want to have a good experience and um like a working vacation because all of our socal dates out now chingobling.com that's what i was gonna say it's cool how you have a run of shows that aren't in texas that are in the same you know general vicinity where it's like back to back to back you're doing other things in between it and then more shows back you know to back. my agent you know i gotta give a big shout out to my <clears> agent <throat> well you know, you know tour manager setting uh, it up right you know, you know what i'm saying you know right hand woman Balling, balling chain. <laughs> At the end of the festival on Sunday, Chingo, I don't know if you heard him, but we were loading everything up in the back of uh, the SUV, and he looks at me, he's like, man, you're bullshitting. Yeah, 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 bullshit. yeah, yeah. He's like, man, what'd I do? I was like, I just saw your girl come around and like move seats out the way to help help load some shit up. I was like, see, Rob, you you, you don't see these two hardworking women right here? <laughs> I, I, ro- like, so, uh, let, so I left. Let, I was like, let oh. Dawn take that load off your shoulders, young king. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> Ironically, guys, this is for real, for real, topic of conversation here. I later that next day, I was watching Shark Tank. I was like, can nice. I develop something that is anti-marriage? Because you said that. What do you mean? Like a ring, like an engagement ring, but an, an anti-engagement ring. Oh, that's oh, hilarious. <laughs> that's, it's that's not. Funny. It's really what you guys make it. Of course. That's, and that's what you, I want to convey you know, through it. You know what? Why I'm telling this? I don't know what. Um, when he proposed to me or he showed her my ring uh-huh. and she was like, well, where's the diamond? And she's like, well, no, this is what I was like. No, boo boo. This is Cartier. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you're paying for the name. <laughs> like, no, this is what this is what Sully wanted. She goes, no diamond. She was so I'm confused. Like, it's a couple on there. there. She's like, she's so confused as to why I didn't want, uh, you know, a traditional wedding ring or what, whatever. I just didn't want one. Mm-hmm. I didn't want for my ring to look like everybody. Else. Everybody else. She, don't, she, she likes being different. Of course. She don't like being like everybody else. No, I don't. That's why she wanted that's why she had the baby in the house. She's like, nah. <laughs> I'm not trying to be like everybody else. Like no what does most people do? Epidural? Okay, I'm gonna do it without epidural. <laughs> Fuck that noise. You know. Uh I can relate to that, but it and I like the idea because Sol always like jokingly is like, you know, I, it's so weird that you're you're traditionally Hispanic, grew up in a religious environment, yeah. all that jazz, but don't really want my own kids and never wanted to get married, right? So ideas like that always come to mind. Like the really famous, uh, what were you going to say? No, no, go. I'm, I'm wait. Till you Real funny uh, story about the, like an atheist a long time ago was one of the first developers of an app. And what he developed was the first Holy Bible app. He made a million dollars selling a 99 cent app, pandering to people that needed this as a religious scaffolding. And he's sure. like, I'm an atheist. Wow. Oh, that's hilarious. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so Dawn wanted her a, a bearded king. <laughs> you know, she wanted her, her she was looking for a... Uh, uh, you know, a, a Mexican Aztec yes. king, mm-hmm. bearded. Mm-hmm. That's what she was looking for, mm-hmm. and um, that's what I'm telling Rob. I was like, "Hey, man, you know, she she trying to let a king be a king. <laughs> you know, let her take some of that weight off your shoulders. That's uh, funny. You know, but yeah, it, it ain't nothing like a hard, I think it's what you guys woman. make it. If sure. if you, I mean, a ring can have a significance of whatever it is that it signifies to you and Don. It doesn't necessarily mean like oh. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, if you guys are in a committed relationship, for me, it was important to get married. Mm-hmm. So for, totally. you don't feel that it's important yeah. to you, then, you know, then it's not. But but for me, it was. I wanted for myself and my child and my family to have the same last name, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Mickey, Mickey wanted me to have the same last name. She didn't like that for a long time. I didn't. I hadn't changed my she last name. She hadn't gone to change it. So she hadn't gone to change it. So anytime I'd go anywhere and I'd say Martina, she... <clears throat> It's, she'd give her a whole explanation. She's actually Herrera, but she hasn't gone to change her last name. My dad and her got married. And it'd be <laughs> hilarious that she would tell this, like, a stranger, you know, that that's not my and last I, and name. She, and she was there at the courthouse with us. Yeah. I think I remember in yeah. Studio B you told that story. Yeah, they yeah. gave us, uh, the judge gave us these um, little yellow Ducky, rubber, rubber duckies, duckies. And he was, like, part of his symbolic little mm-hmm. speech or whatever. And then Mickey's like, I want one. Yeah. He's like, uh, I only brought enough for her. The people get no. Nah. Nah. He, he gave her one too, but uh, I think what Sora was trying to say earlier about marriage, like different people are gonna have a different um, idea of what that means and what it stands for, because sure. it's such a, it's a, it's a what's the word I'm looking for? It, it's a concept, mm-hmm. right? It's an intangible concept. So it's up to you and and I guess your spouse to figure out what marriage means to you. You know what I'm saying? Like if a good, strong, healthy marriage means. We support each other. We got each other's back. 
you know, it's all about respect, communication, like whatever you want to put down in your little uh, constitution, bill of rights, mm-hmm. or whatever, yeah. then that's what it is. That's what it stands for. Like y'all know what page y'all are on and, you know, y'all have y'all's protocol. But, uh, but as an idea, different people might look at it different. They might not respect it as much. They might think like, oh, well, I could still fuck around. You know, <laughs> you don't mean shit. Or, uh, or some people might be like, oh, I can just quit this and, and start over and ab- abandon it at mm-hmm. any time. Or marry somebody as soon as you just start crushing on them. Or, or what some people, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ironically, I like, I like jewelry and I like rings and I like things that have symbolism. So we actually got those silicone uh, oh, you you know, for the athletic wear people or whatever, where it just you can wear anytime. I want to know what brand that is because I, I I've scratched my ring up because I wear it to the gym. Mm-hmm. And we tried the rubber rings, but I don't know if it's because we just bought cheap ones. <laughs> I there's, did. there's two of like the big brands, so we got one of them, and I actually want to get the other one too, just to just to actually see like mm-hmm. what the difference is. Because I saw your finger was kind of was that from that the ring? It was from the rubber. Well, yeah, from I got the a rubber, rash. I got a rash too. It was an Amazon one though. Okay, it was an Amazon. Yeah. And, and so, what happens too is like you get soap up under there, right? And it stays damp. Mm-hmm. It was like well, you saw it. Yeah. See, it's gone now because I haven't been wearing it. Mm. The rubber one. Mm-hmm. I, I've been wearing my regular uh, ring, but man, I get those. It gets really bad and just like starts to peel. So it's just like, damn. My friend told me about this cool ring though that her husband has. It's a a ring that you wear, but it also tells you all your vitals. Right? It what? tells you um, like your heart rate, how you're sleeping. It's to monitor your sleep. Huh. Um, it's cool. a it's you actually don't get the ring. So first they send you like this mold thing to make it fit to your finger and then once they make it to your finger then you know because people's like well do you want that as the wedding ring because they're expensive that's, dope. that's yeah. like a cool gadget but like so it's you know. it's amazing because he was he's really into like it's the one that I, he's the trainer for uh jimmy butler okay yeah, yeah. yeah so he was oh. telling us about it and so uh he was saying that it like uh, monitors all like your sleep uh, your heart rate what else yeah, like some ekg e- yeah. yeah it's like pretty dope and i was like damn i kind of want that that's badass because one thing that we don't do enough is sleep. We don't. We're either getting up early because we got somewhere to go or the baby. Um, there's no such thing as naps, you know, randomly. Oh, but we did take a badass nap, though, on Monday. I think Penny just needed some of that warmth from her mom, yeah. you know, and she knocked out for a minute. Humble huh, shit. We did, too. For like two hours. We were well, because we gave ourselves permission to be like. Hey man, the work is done. Like, catch your breath. Yeah, I didn't even text you. I, I I was like so excited about how everything turned out that I was gonna hit you all up earlier in the day. But I I purposely waited till the end of the day to be like, all right, guys. So what are we gonna do? This, that, yeah, and the other. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, talk to you Wednesday. I was like, yeah, okay, yeah. damn. <laughs> talk to you next year. Bro. Yeah. It was a uh, really nice. I don't think we've taken a day off like that. And it was funny because I told Luisa, uh, the babysitter, I said, um, <clears throat> you're not gonna come in on Monday, and she goes, mm-hmm, yeah, right. Oh, she really didn't. No. Oh, nice. And uh, she goes, yeah, you, you and uh, your husband, she calls him Chingo. She goes, yeah, you and Chingo always say that. She's like, but y'all don't know how to take a day off. Y'all that's, that's funny. When the nanny calls him Chingo, yeah, says Chingo, I, I don't know why. It's yeah, it's funny. funny to me Mr. too. Mr. Bling. <laughs> Mr. Bling. And uh, when her dad, when his dad came to visit one time, she goes, um, she goes, yes. She goes, I'm Pedro's dad. She's like, I'm Pedro. She's like, okay, I'm Pedro's dad. Who's Pedro? Because she like, <laughs> didn't know that that's Ching Ching. Oh. Yeah, Ching, it's funny. So, um, well, but yeah. Mr. Chingo Jinger. So it was kind of, um, 
Peter it was Peter. funny because she was like, wow, I can't believe you guys really took a day off. Because when she started with us, I told her she'd only be coming in three days out of the week. And she was making fun of me saying that since she's been with us. Her she's day. not worked three days out of the week. You know what I'm saying? It's been like every day. She's like, you guys, even when we were off, she goes, I thought y'all said this was y'all's off time. I said, it is. It looked like y'all busy. She's like, yeah. She's like, I don't know how that's y'all's off time. She's like, but okay, whatever, you know? Yeah. She just goes with the flow, whatever. But I thought that was funny because she didn't believe that we were going to actually have a day, a day off. Yeah. Speaking of the festival, to go back to it, how did it feel? Because you did say you wanted to play the role of mayor all day. How did it yeah. feel to be mayor for those, what was it, like seven or eight hours? Well, yeah, it was hot as hell. So it was hard being mayor. <laughs> <laughs> the mayor was finna be like, fuck this. <laughs> I quit. No. Nah. Uh, so. I have some ideas for next year. Um, and here, here's, I'm glad you brought that up because here, here's the main thing that I want to communicate in terms of like Chingo de Mayo festival etiquette. Uh-huh, okay. What I want people to know and feel, and I just want to communicate it to my fans because I want to have that good, strong connection in an authentic way. Mm-hmm. And for them to know that I'm a regular, I'm a regular motherfucker. So if you see me, just say what's up. We could chit chat. You know what? Um, Kevin Hart was talking about this on Joe Rogan's podcast. It's a very similar topic, but I I see what he was saying because at the festival, some people get uh, like real excited and they think this is my chance. I need to hurry up and you know tug on the arm and put the camera to your face because we have to get this. If not, you're that's it. Mm-hmm. And especially at Chingo de Mayo, it's like everybody's VIP type of thing. It's like we're all hanging out. I want it to be like. I actually want to attend Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville. Mm. He does like this uh, mm-hmm. big, I don't know if it's an annual or how often or if it's a tour. But uh, one time I was in Dallas for something and Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville was happening nearby. And my buddy was telling me, he's like, dude, they bring RVs. They're all dressed with these Hawaiian shirts. They're all like chill, drinking. And it's all about the music and that 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 mentality. So what I want Chingo de Mayo to be like, for people to be like, dude, it's super chill. Like everybody's having fun. Um, you're gonna get a picture. Like it's it's where everybody's just hanging out. And Chingo's the type of person that, you know, y'all can sit there and chit chat in the line at the post office or or wherever. You know, have a real conversation. What, what's your name? Where are you from? Da da da. And not have to feel like uh, it's rushed and and informal. Like yeah, can we get a pic? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm down to take pics too. But it's almost like I challenge you to. Uh, like first tell me your name yeah you know let's just shake my hand formally introduce yeah Yeah. like people and then i can get to know about you you might inspire me for something that day or we might have something in common and then we could hey let's get the picture Hmm. so that's Mm -hmm. definitely something that um i I just think it's the way of the world right now (laughs) but i want to communicate it's just society that we live in right i have the funniest story that i have to tell you right now what happened one time we were at the adidas store right and this guy recognized pete right and he actually did what he's saying. So he had a total normal conversation. <laughs> told him about how he, like, you know, <laughs> he like he's a fan. He's watched all his stuff. You know what I'm saying? Just a total, like, yeah. normal conversation. And so Pete's like waiting for him to say, "Can't we?" They finished the conversation. Like, mm-hmm. okay, do you want a picture now? You know what I'm saying? Type of thing. So he's like, okay. So did you want to take it? Because that's what's. It's every time it never yeah, fails. Fun. He was yeah. like, "No, nah, I'm good, man." See you yeah, later. it's exactly what he said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm like, you sure? The hands already out. Like, oh, uh, uh, you sh- 
No. He's like my well, mom. I want one for me then. <laughs> he said my mom works with I forget I forget what celebrity. She's like she's I guess their housekeeper, mm-hmm. so she knows oh. he knows them. Mm-hmm. So he's like we understand how it is. So I try anytime that I I meet a celebrity was well, which is what he called him and uh, well that's how I was with Jay Prince. It's like man, I just want to shake your hand. Yeah, you know I met you briefly many years ago, but after I was like. Fuck! I should have got a pig. That's what I've done the exact same because of the way I am. Like I and I understand how people of that, of even yours and other people's, like just level of what you do. I like Brian Callen, Brendan Shop. Like no, I should, but I was like, damn, I should have got a picture with him. That would have been cool. Or anybody else. You were like, trying to be like, nah, I want him to know that I'm real. And yeah, a hundred percent. That's yeah. always how it is. And then, and then when it's all done, you're like, god damn it, why don't I just get the picture? Yeah. <laughs> like when we were at the uh, comedy store, we went to the what was that? It was like a back bar for the for the comics, and so no yeah. one really goes in there. And it's like a little no VIP. one's allowed. Oh, the it's a little bit, yeah, it's a little yeah. VIP mm-hmm. section. Mm-hmm. But our friend, who is a, a, a regular there, well, he's has a access. Comedy store comic. Has yeah. Okay. So we were there, and um, what's his name was in there, babe? Um, Matt. Uh, I mean, um, Mark Marin. Oh, Mark, Mark Marin was in there, and so he's like. I was like, oh, my God. Well, he was over there chit-chatting at the other table with somebody. The person he was talking to got up and left. And I think we our table kind of made contact. Because, he know, you know, he's a big deal or whatever. So he probably felt like somebody so was staring he, at him. But he, first he said, don't even. Because he was <laughs> like. My, I saw my little hamster spinning. Like, I saw her like. <clears throat> and I was like, oh, just. Because I wanted play to just, cool, I wanted to cool. just go start a conversation. Like, yeah. I really enjoy your podcast type thing. And then you she know? blurted it. I love your podcast. <laughs> and he's like, fuck, let me go sit with these Mexicans. No, because he went like this. Because he just kind of went like this. Like, what's up? Mm-hmm. You know, because it was awkward. Because now it's just us and him in there. Mm-hmm. And so I just said, oh, I really enjoy your podcast. You know? And he was like, oh, thanks. You know? And then he just had he to start as, talking. He like came and like sat down. Yeah, or? he sat like in the little, we were like in this little, I guess, booth type thing. Mm-hmm. And there was an like a stool here. He just kind of sat there and he kind of talked to us. And that was it. Right, you guys have a good night. That's pretty cool. And that was, it was really cool. And it is like, almost like I didn't need a picture because right. like I, I remember it. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, that was cool that we just got to like mm-hmm. sit there. And- I wonder if while we're down there in June, um, obviously I'm going I'm to have my hands full with like uh, rehearsing for the acting class, doing the acting class and also my gigs and family. Mm-hmm. I wonder if uh, we should start giving some of our comedian friends a heads up, like uh, like Trejo, Jerry, mm-hmm. uh, Jesus Sepulveda, and, and different people we know out there. Like, hey, what shows are going on? Just to pop in, do a quick little guest spot. Or I know uh, Trejo does a Spanish thing mm. uh, every I month. really want you to try that. Okay. Go check it out and then maybe... Well, maybe I'll just go up there and, and try it mm-hmm. uh, by then. But, um, but anyway... I kind of I kind of want to do that because like mm-hmm. one time I did the ha ha comedy thing whatever ha ha comedy cafe bombed <laughs> that shit was whack but I'd like to redeem myself. It was a show or an open mic? Nah, it was like the way that it's weird how they run it. The way they run it that particular spot is like they have the, their little stable of comics. You know, I don't want to say it's like a strip club and we the strippers you know what i'm saying but the, but, <laughs> but they have like a stable of like call these motherfuckers up i don't know how they do it but they you know they chunk them some money and they do these sets but then there's other there's like uh damon wayans jr mm-hmm. i saw him go up there that same night as me like a couple people after um and he was practicing some shit so if i think if you have a name you could drop in and practice but they have their comics so it's one of those clubs where 
there's people in there like kind of all the time, but mm. it might be six people, almost like, oh, you're a tourist. And mm. um, not as much as the comedy store, right? Because they're going to get a whole bunch of tourists. Um, but it's kind of like that, you okay. know. But uh, but anyway, I'm referring to like, like say in that scene, in that network, there's probably a dude that has like a bar a bar gig or there's a dude that has a monthly or there's a there's a other cat that does a show at another spot and just kind of um a network like that and uh and practice for and, sure and just show my fucker what Texas got. No, I'm good. I don't know if she needs to. You good on time, Sonny? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you good. Five minutes. Okay, we got five. But um, but yeah, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to that, man. Uh, and I'm excited. This new new <clears throat> material is coming along. There's a couple little there's a couple little things I want to uh, work on, but. The crazy thing is, I'm so, <clears throat> like, just artistically, I'm, like, relaxed to where the ideas are flowing. The idea, <laughs> like, I, I tell soul ideas all the time. She's like, she's like, okay, stop adding mm. to this set because you already at an hour. And I think you should save it for next year because a lot of the stuff could be used almost for next year. Some of this, the ideas that he's come up with. So I want to film this particular uh, hour. I want to film this particular hour, maybe like at the end of this year, uh, we'll pick a place and, and figure all that out. And then maybe we perhaps release it on the web for free in chunks, like on YouTube or something. Shout out to Andrew Schultz. Uh, y'all go check out what he's doing. But um, I seriously feel like that method is working beautifully for him. Right. He, 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 he gambled on it and it's, it's paying off amazing for him. And I really feel like that's, that's the future because a lot it of these, a lot of these other countries, man, they're, they're hit to stand up American style stand up set up punch because of YouTube, like Middle East and uh, India, a uh, mm-hmm. Latin America. Now, now the Latin American comedy scene is exploding, but it's it's all within the last 10 years. How long YouTube been around? Uh, I guess it's since 2005. Oh, it's really just. Yeah. I remember when it first came. I told, I was telling Mickey. I was like, Mickey, uh, when I started, because I was telling her about a uh, file sharing sites and stuff, mm-hmm. and a lot of artists felt like, well, they're stealing from us. They're stealing, but it helped me out. Uh, and you know, I want to take advantage of this YouTube, but I don't like getting on YouTube because I fall into that rabbit hole. And oh, I, I, I watch. No, I mean, I love, I love it. it. I love, I love, I love YouTube, love but it. I do. I love YouTube, but I hate that I just get sucked in. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, okay. Let me let me look for the other one now. Here's the best thing: is having your Apple TV and you have the YouTube app and the YouTube TV app. That's all you need. YouTube app and the YouTube TV. TV? App. Which one's that one? What? So one is where you watch regular TV, live TV. Yeah, that's what I've been watching. All the playoffs on all your live. Like it's got seventy-seven channels. Do you pay for a uh, service? Yeah, they just went up. If you would have gotten this two years ago when it came out, I think you could have gotten it for like twenty-five dollars a month, but it's fifty now. But it's mm. it's like seventy-seven channels. So it's like, like cable. It's just like cable. So uh, the best too. I've tried them all. Sony's View, uh, Sling, Fubu, all these other sites. Fubu? Yeah, like not the, not the same Fubu. It's actually uh, spelled the same, I think. But it's is that legal? I don't know. Uh, mm. In trademark law, you have to uh, trademark your shit according to category. So, Fubu, oh, it's not clothing. Pretend Fubu only did clothing and movies. Mm-hmm. You could open up a Fubu Electronics. Got it. Interesting. Uh, but yeah, they're hands down. YouTube has the best. No, no interruptions ever. Even through all that storm last night, one time. That's it. And then it came back. So, home. so let me ask you this: What kind of content do you like to watch on YouTube TV? Uh, sports is always going to be the king, right? So because no no platform is going to get licensing for all live sports. Live sports will always be number one, and then I like uh, 
watching shows like Shark Tank over and over again because you can actually get like on Hulu you can go watch all the old Shark Tanks right well on YouTube TV there's certain series and certain movies that they'll they're just like playlists of like old chunks of shows and series that are on YouTube TV uh, like there's almost like a dedicated Shark Tank channel it's just in the archives kind of for YouTube TV and then there's also things that are going to digital like Motor Trend Motor Trend used to be only on uh, YouTube but now they have like a YouTube TV thing where it's on there as like a cable channel you know uh, Food Network and I all need that to see stuff. how it's how it's laid out and how you navigate it like if you you log on to YouTube TV and then you just already see like playlist channels and things you subscribe subscribe mm. to. If it, yes, if it's tied to your YouTube account, it'll actually just like gives you like the algorithm of you might like this. There's a there's a suggested watch kind of thing, and then there's live TV, just like with Direct TV, you know, Channel Two Twenty Six, and then HBO or rather, uh, you know, USA and all those other channels. It's pretty. It's really cool. Well, I'm still on regular YouTube, huh. but I agree, man. That if you have that YouTube on your Apple TV, like what I got sucked into. I don't even know what the fuck I typed in. But we I, randomly came across it. And then it just goes into a playlist and then I like fell asleep and woke up and I, and I start seeing it, it led me through Japanese street food, like crazy little desserts and yeah. shit. But uh, I saw this whole series called um, Oficios de Mexico. Mm. And it's like talking about like different professions. So a lot of these are a dying art form. So let's just say uh, El Cecinero, the guy that makes uh, Cecina meat or whatever. Um, where they have to slice it real thin. It's almost like paper like thin. It's like, it looks like a big ass boa constrictor, like mm. thin, thin, long, wide. Like this, it looks like a snake skin in a way, but it's beef, like a beef jerky type. Like of a thing. curtain, basically. It's a beef. Yeah, curtain. like a big thin slab of fucking fajitas, and uh, they lay it out in the sun, like on these tables, which is the as they said it came from the Aztecs, and then they rub it with some like fat and grease, and they let it dry, and then it's paper thin, so when it's time for the tacos, you just flip that whole two, three times. And they're quick to cook, That's so cool. it's like, man, we were like uh, obsessed, and finally I told him, I said, it's gonna be one. I was like, we should probably go to sleep now before Penny wakes up, and it's like, <laughs> like I'm wait, done. Wait, it's That's the awesome. El Panadero. The yeah. Panadero wakes up at this hour, he rolls up his little cart, he has his coffee, and they're showing how he like selling coffee and bread on the street. And it's corner. pretty cool because there's this whistle, right? And it's a guy on a bike who walks around sharpening knives, scissors, anything that needs sharpening, right? And it's been a tradition that 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 is known. So a you know that sharpening. when somebody comes around with that whistle. But I think his pattern, I think multiple officios use the same whistle, but I think he has his little, mm-hmm. the little pattern, mm. which means I'm here to sharpen knives for restaurants and people at their house and so some he's got some clients who are like regulars like he comes every other almost like cutting mm-hmm. your yard mm-hmm. you know like you know that it's every other week or whatever right. then there was the bread guy who he honks like this a horn it's just a regular horn which means he's he coming down basket, he's got fresh bread a basket of fresh bread so you're on your way to uh, work or something he has a big thermos with boiling water so this is just a rabbit hole that you got stuck on youtube mm-hmm. yeah but like for one i mean for one I'm obsessed with Mexico. I miss Mexico. I can't wait to go back. We've had a great time. There's so much of the like. There's so much of the country that I haven't even seen or been to. Mm. Um, but anyway, on YouTube, we're seeing how like just these old traditions of uh, like different jobs down there, like these rug makers, and how they're just like on these two pieces of wood, and um, and they just really break it down, like where the tradition started and. What town? Like different towns. Mm-hmm. Like this town is known for ice cream. Everything is organic, and and not, I don't mean like organic by the American standard, but like the way they come up with ingredients. It's like they literally, literally went and got cocoa 
uh, coconut, fresh like shaved co- it yeah. into the salt and ice, and fresh, they went and got the fresh cream and the milk and the condensed milk and this, and they're whipping it up, and it's like my great grandfather's been doing. They and all something. Do it. What I forgot which one was the lady that said you can't buy uh, basically like milk in a carton. She's like it just doesn't taste. It won't work. As it good. won't work as good. But here's the beautiful. Here's the thing, though, bro. Mm-hmm. Here's what blows my fucking mind. Mexico was a society, and I say because a lot of this shit's dying out because you have these corporate uh, 7-Elevens and Oxos popping up everywhere and putting these, you know, putting the squeeze on these people because it's modernization shit. But Mexico was a place where pretty much an average, normal motherfucker could enjoy fresh, handmade, artisan ice cream Mm -hmm. and then turn a corner and fucking have like some some really artisanal fucking tortillas that like you know these people use these kind of nopales or you go to the market and you have access to all this stuff but the fear that i have is slowly it's just gonna be all walmarts and Mm 7-elevens and then the shoe guys out of business the ice cream man they just get it from walmart what the cool thing about all that is that those big companies are absorbing uh, small local business type things. Everything artisan and crafty kind of things are what people are navigating and, and migrating to. A lot of people that it's showing in studies will pay the extra two or five dollars for something. That's me. Yeah, that's why that's a lot of people. That's I know. why I like going to Etsy mm-hmm. because I like to know that whatever that one item is. No one else is going to have it the exact same way that I have it. Does that make sense? Yeah, and it's the way that things are branded and the way that are marketed that mm-hmm. small crafty companies can do and will do and gain success from that the big ones, the anheuser Bushes and others really can't do. So they're like, okay, well, let me absorb this. Let me buy them because they're, they're kind of a disruptor like mm-hmm. we always talk about. And then they try to take pointers of how they can market to their company in a way that this crafty kind of small company mm-hmm. did and how it, they can scale it to a big. Or how big companies try attempt to appear small. Exactly. That's exactly and, but, what they're but doing. But sometimes companies they get so big and bureaucratic that uh, they're forced to release certain projects and products based on profit and research, not so much on passion. Yeah. Like this is my fucking michelada mix, mm-hmm. and I'll die over this <laughs> shit. Well, the chain of command is always so long in companies like that that you can't just make a change. Of- well, see, if you have an article or something, send it to me. Okay. Because uh, uh, my buddy's beef jerky, uh, he think he's trying to get off the ground. I, I try to tell him shit like that. Mm, cool. Yeah. But uh hey guys, uh we just wanted to recap Chingo the Mayo. I yeah. just want to bring it back to Chingo the Mayo. Thanks to everybody that helped out, pitched in, participated, performed, attended. Uh shout out to Eighth Wonder Brewery. It was a the weather was great, beautiful event. Uh, a lot of people's feet still hurt from the dancing. <laughs> um we And wanna- we'll be posting all the pictures, guys. We just have three thousand three thousand of them. I'm trying to go through them one Dope. G- you know. shout, shout out to uh, Maria at the Montro Studio. She did she did the photos. Yeah. Shout out Anderson who did the video. Anderson is by ro- a video by robot. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. He did. He has the sizzle and drone shots coming. Mm-hmm. Soon. I know. He told me. I'm excited. I can't wait to see those. Awesome. Too. Thank you guys so much. We're looking forward to. Uh, we have Tampa and Orlando coming up, and of course, Chingo the Mile 2020. Hey. Sass.